generally, the AJ and McCall show does not go out of their way to form enemies if we can help it. We uh, like to think we have appeal in terms of just funny perspective and trying to do feel-good stories and such. That being said, AJ McCall at VFX is one thing you know about us. Hines and the AJ McCall show, bitter enemies. We fight a lot. Mostly, mostly it's for the fact that they took over fry sauce, which already existed, but they decided not to stop and they've created all those abominations of quote unquote side sauces as, mm-hmm. as they are. Uh, no, that, that being said, it's painful to do this, but thank goodness that they're on board with forcing companies and petitioning companies to sell the same number of hot dogs and the same number of buns in packages. I was talking about this weekend with a, with a friend of mine because he actually brought it up, and I said, you know, it's, it's insane where we are in society. You get all this, all this technology that everyone carries around in their phone. You can access the internet. You can contact anyone you want. You can send a message in the blink of an eye. We're eliminating diseases with vaccinations. We're, we're getting ready to go to the, the Mars, all that. It's the next part of space. All this stuff that we're working on. Can't figure this one out. No. If I get to say two things about this, number one, I think it would be better if we have the amount of hot dogs and buns matching. But number two, can we please make it so that the hot dogs match or the the buns match the hot dogs? Because I think right now we always have more hot dogs in a package than we do buns. You do? Because I always have more. Wait. Or is this backwards? I thought it was more buns than hot dogs. Whatever the case is, I want more hot dogs. <laughs> no, I can't remember. Like I, I, I feel like it would be, it would be more financially prudent to do it with more hot dogs. Put no, more hot dogs whatever. in a package. Yeah, if that's the way we want to do it. I'm copacetic. I feel like they do like eight hot dogs and ten buns. I thought it was eight buns and no, I think you're right. Yeah. It is more hot dogs. Yeah, yeah I think so it's I, eight buns and ten dogs. Yeah, so. Either cut out the two extra buns or just add two more hot dogs. I'm with it. Do it. <sighs> Do it right now. Stupid. How is it like how is this a thing? I don't know. Like how did society did we get to this point and we're like, eh, it's fine, they'll figure it out. They'll figure it out. It's stupid. So very rarely will you find us in a position where we're like, all right, Heinz, cool. Usually it's like, Heinz, you abomination. Stop it. Yep. Credit where credit is due. Thank you for the work that they're doing. Fingers crossed that it happens. Up on change.org. Change, yeah, change.org. Uh, little heads up if you go to that website ever, just FYI, if you decide to sign a petition. It's cool and all. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I think there's a lot of great things that go on there. They will send you every petition ever after that. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Coming up. Uh, soon on the AJ McCall Facebook and Instagram, you will see a little behind the scenes here. And there's something really interesting that uh, I wanted to get into in terms of what we'd have to explain this kind of in the video. I think it's funny. Coming soon to the AJ and McCall Facebook and Instagram, a behind the scenes look of what it's like, or I guess where we work, because people find are always asking us a couple questions. And I think, I think glorified a little bit more. And it's easy to say, cause like we're in here all the time. So we're like, yeah, it's, you know, it's work. But one of the things that was really interesting uh, was uh, the concept of having to explain something that was in here. Because, of course, when we were doing the video, it was like, okay, what explain whatever. And so McCall has a designated, Pen fra- frankly, it's like a multi-purpose place. Yeah. <laughs> Naps. Yep. Gather your thoughts. 
And I was thinking, okay, <laughs> what what in the house or what in your own house, what in here has to be explained? Because like my, my, my not nearly as interesting. Like my biggest thing is that producer Butters gets mad about how I store my papers and they're kind of scattered about. So I'll concede a little bit to his desire to have everything organized and neat. But like, what about in your own houses? You feel like you would have to, like if you had brand new company over for whatever reason, you're throwing a get together, you had a dinner party and some, some people brought friends of a friends. You're like, okay, so I know this is going to look weird or this may be a little bit unusual, but this is blank. Mm, I like always have a cast iron pan out. Like I just never put it away. It'll be clean. It's not clean right now. Just tell everybody it's for self-defense. It'll it'll be clean, but it's like after I, you know, clean it off because cast iron has to re-cook and whatever, then it's hot. Then I just leave it on the counter or not the counter. Sorry. The the, the stovetop. There is a Christmas present I didn't put up because I didn't know how to explain it. Maybe I'm overreacting. My my family member, my family member Mm -hmm. bought me a... It's not a flag, like a, a long tapestry. It's like like what handkerchief or not uh, bandanas are made out mm-hmm. of, like a paisley thing. Yeah, and it was it was the cast of Black Panther, and I thought this is cool. I don't know where to put this. I like the movie, but like culturally, it speaks to not that it doesn't speak to me, but it's more significant to other people. And I'm like, I don't know how to explain this, so it just kind of got tucked away and put into a box. That one, I, I wasn't sure how I was going to explain that one to anybody. Yeah. I just love the movie. And yeah. it's a good movie. And and Chadwick Boseman was a great person. And there's a lot of great, Michael B. Jordan's great. There's a lot of great people in that movie. No idea how to explain that one. So I was like, uh, put that one back in the box. Yeah. Cool Christmas present, but I don't know what to do. So you'll see that. Make sure you follow us, AJ and McCall, A-J-A-D-M-C-C-A-L-L on Facebook and Instagram. And Watch, make sure you know what your kids are wearing because in a terrifying yet hilarious story because of the way it worked out in circumstances, a mom accidentally, accidentally kidnapped somebody else's kid. Start talking about how you got lost as a kid and apparently it means you get made fun of. My greatest fear as a child, or at least what I told my mom anytime she turned the corner at a grocery store just out of eyesight, the kid got stolen. AJ and McCall for the Automatrix Group debated date on VFX. So, according to video surveillance, a woman uh, accidentally, is what she's claiming, and it would appears to be, but accidentally kidnapped another toddler. She was holding her own daughter who was dressed in a pink coat and a hat, but then another mom ran up, and it turned out that was uh, her daughter, because it turned out they were the same age and wearing identical coats and hats, and they had just had some kind of mix-up. Ugh. Which has to be terrifying, hilarious, and like, oh my gosh, I didn't steal your kid, I'm so Sorry. The video itself is hilarious. Like, I've seen it because you can see the pure panic that comes across the lady who's holding the baby that's not hers face. You can see her like, oh, my gosh, I'm so sorry. And then she's like, oh, my gosh, where's my kid? And she's like, right here. I got it. Like, it's fine. So the question becomes, as my greatest fears realized, question becomes as parents, where you lose your kid? And lose maybe a little bit of an you lost sight of it or thought she had sight of it. It was like, oh, no, they pulled the old switcheroo. They parent trapped you. They parent trapped you. That's for sure. Because once upon a time, uh, I I love Batman. Still to this day, loved him as a kid. So I had Batman everything. So one day when I was, I don't know, five, six, probably four or five, 
I was wandering around Walmart and I got lost for my mom because, you know, you play the game. You're like, ah, oh, I'm going to hide in the clothes and I'm going to run around, see if I can get away. Mm-hmm. And then you get lost. So then, and I haven't heard this in a while, so maybe we're doing a better job watching our kids. They go to the loudspeaker system. And they say, all right, ma'am, tell us what your kid looks like so we can say, hey, everybody keep an eye out for AJ. He's so and so high. He looks like this. What's he dressed like? Batman. Like Batman. He's dressed like Batman. Keep an eye out for AJ. He's dressed like Batman. <laughs> we got Jen on the line. Jen, about what about you? Where, how, uh, I got uh, I got lost dressed as Batman. My mom had described that. What about you? You got a story? That's kind of weird, but no, uh, I lost a kid at a carnival once. Oh not no! Left him there, but oh, so that's terrifying. Yeah. You got to be you got to yeah. be scared that your kid's actually going to be a carny. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was gonna. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I was going to ask, how did the kid take that? Because initially you're like, yeah, rides and stuff, but carnivals are terrifying. They're so scary. Oh, it didn't phase him at all. Oh, oh okay. That's Th- good. Thank yeah. goodness. He's- he was totally fine. Yeah. Oh. I was a little freaking out. Oh, your poor soul I- I at that point. I can't understand why. <laughs> to just be like, so scary. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, being Batman in Walmart, is that what you said? Yes. Yeah, that's kind of weird. <laughs> Thanks, Jen. I thought we were friends, but I appreciate it. Get roasted, AJ. <laughs> okay, wait a second. Hold on. I lose my kid. All of a sudden, Jim's like, well, <laughs> we clearly know who the weird one is here. It's you. AJ, it's okay. We wow. own it. Remember? That's wow. literally our whole job. I told the story. Of course I own it. I didn't, I didn't say, like, my mom lost me. I said, I ran off dressed as Batman. Yep. I had I had the the van like they weren't vans but I had the vans that had the glow in the dark Batman symbol on them mm-hmm. I had Batman shorts and t shirt and mm-hmm. I had the cape and cow combo just so we're all clear I'll own it that's what I looked like it's pretty impressive <laughs> but getting lost in a Walmart as Batman though ain't as bad as getting lost in a carnival clowns eat kids it's a fact I'm pretty I'm pretty sure that they do sorry <laughs> to terrify you children but yes. <laughs> Two greatest fears revealed there. Getting stolen slash kidnapped as a kid or becoming a carny. Where what does that line happen? Because I feel like growing up, everyone's like, I'm gonna run away and everybody everybody threatens, right? At one point, sometime I'm gonna mm-hmm. run away or whatever. But mm-hmm. you're like, I'm gonna run away and join the circus. That's the saying. The circus is terrifying. The carnival's terrifying. There's the reason they're featured in horror movies all the time. It's true. As bad as getting stolen and kidnapped is, being eaten by a clown, hard pass. Thanks, it. Appreciate it. Yeah. Now, of course, my defense mechanism is to assume that with a whole weekend off, Florida went wild and crazy. But I would think with the 4th of July and all that rager that happened, maybe, just maybe, we'll get a much tamer, much more subtle Florida Not, brought to you by Stranger Bridge Lynn on VFX with AJ and McCall. I mean, bold of you to assume, because, I mean, starting off headline number one, there was a guy who reported a fake shooting to 911 to get out of a traffic ticket. Wait, how does, like, how does that get you out of a... Uh, no, just no, no, no. So, so there's uh, there's headline number one. Then we got headline number two. Cops asked for a guy's ID. He accidentally pulled out a bag of uh, illegal gummies. My bad. They slipped. Whoopsies. <laughs> don't, don't put them in the same pocket. Not that hard. Whoops. And then we've got headline number three, which, of course, has to go with a... a Cop who had to make a Heimlich maneuver after a guy tried to swallow a bag of weed. So, what? guys, guys, what? there you go. Three crazy stories. Any of the cops ever in any of these stores just like, I didn't, I didn't sign up for this. Yes. Like, I think that every single day of their lives, they're like, what? 
Yeah, no. it's probably true. It's probably true. But like, this is like, I gotta save this idiot now. Like, uh, all right. One, two, three. He does the Heimlich. I'm like, you moron. Yep. You're welcome. You know, that's exactly how that went. I don't want to be twisted. Definitely not pro-criminal, but even, even for the Stranger Bridge of Florida not with A.J. McCall on VFX. Just saying, like, still astonished to this day, which probably should give up, at the amount of stupidity that is featured. Like, <laughs> the cop having to give a Heimlich to a dude because he tried to swallow his illegal drugs, the dude pulling out his, his illegal drugs instead of his wallet. Like, kind of hard to be like, nah. no, you can't see where they're coming from. They're idiots. Yep. I mean, come on, Henry. If you had to guess collectively how much brain power we got operating in the three stories today, it would be not a whole lot. That's Fair. a scientific number right there. <laughs> H.A. McCall on VFX. Three full stories, please. Okie dokie. We got story number one. Some guy was driving on a suspended license. He got pulled over last week and he tried to get out of it by calling 911 and reporting a fake shooting at a nearby Walmart. So his plan was to make the cops respond to the shooting. Instead, it didn't work. 911 traced his call and surprise, 34-year-old guy got arrested. Like, just because something, don't get me wrong, very serious is happening doesn't mean they're like, oh, okay, well, your oh, crime well, is not as... You get off the yeah, we're, we're, uh, Don't do it again, gotta go. Like, it doesn't work that way. Yeah. So uh, there's story one. Story number two... 40-year-old guy almost crashed into a gas pump last week. Very random. The gas they station. Come out of nowhere. They just, ah! I hate it when that happens. Well, he got arrested after the cop stopped to check on him and asked for his ID, and then he popped out his ID, but actually pulled out a bag of uh, gummies instead. They were... What? Uh, what? <laughs> yeah. Clearly, clearly not of sound mind, but... No. Like, how do you miss a gas station? Because they're generally... Fairly bright colors, so you can find him. Like, what? Like, what? He didn't. That's the thing. He didn't miss the gas pump at all. He didn't. Oh, gosh. Yeah, that's fair. He was drawn to it like a magnet. Yep. I just couldn't stop myself. And then we got story number three. Driver got pulled over recently, tried to swallow a bag of marijuana to hide it. Then he started choking because, you know, it's a bag. So the cop... Performed the Heimlich maneuver to save his life. The guy was cited for speeding and possession. <laughs> like, maybe, maybe in my adult life, maybe like twice, I feel like I've been like, "Oh, that was too big a bite. I need to know better." And and for safety reasons, like, come on, man, you know you ain't working that down. No. Mm-mm. Like I had, I had popcorn over the weekend, and those kernels, like it doesn't matter what you do, you gotta like wrench your mouth or whatever. They get stuck in there, kind of uncomfortable, right on the way. There's no way a little baggie is going down well. It's just gonna not be good. No, He's no, like, nah, and you know this. the cop had no idea when he got up to the car. He just noticed that the guy was choking, so he caught him out and performed the Heimlich maneuver and was like, "Dude, you good? What's going on? Oh, mm. all right. <laughs> oh, here we go. All right, buddy. There right. you go. It's gonna be one of these days. Yep. Three crazy stories. What do you think, AJ? Oh, he beat me to it. Um, good question. Okay, well, uh, two, two is an idiot because it, it feel like more often than not, you, you know, unless you're off the main road, it takes some talent to get to a gas pump to hit it. I don't know how, how you decide to put your gummies either one where your wallet is to get your ID or two forget where your wallet is because I feel like as men. We all know. I mean, I don't know what your spot is. Mine back right pockets. They're all the time. Uh, 
And one, one, if I had, but you just try to narrow this down for 50 50 shot, like one, like he ain't just gonna let you go. Say Grand Theft Auto rules, right? You disappear for five seconds, cops are like, ah, we can't find him, we call it. So uh, probably two, just because the stupidity blows me away. Oh, yeah. I think we'll go with that one then. Okay. I feel like I did all the work on this one. All right. Well, hopefully I did all the right work. McCall, is it story number two? It is. Congratulations. We're going to get you hooked up with an Aquatech car wash and then qualified for that Logan Lane's gift card. Uh, We'll be drawn for it at the end of the month. Hang on the line. We'll grab some info from you, okay? Okay, sounds good. Awesome. Eating a plastic bag to me feels like the worst version of a hot dog, right? Because like... So everyone, you ever had anybody that runs up to you like, you know what's in those? And they try to get you to talk about hot dogs. I'm like, no, I don't want to know. I don't want to talk about I don't want to talk about it. Mm-mm. Like, yeah, I have a general idea of what it is and the process is disgusting. Pass. Yeah. Leave me alone. Like, I feel like a plastic bag. It's like, it's a plastic case. You know, like, very much, very much nasty. By the way, the other two stories happened in Ohio. Both of them. Apparently they had a busy weekend. Must have. <laughs> it's the heat. It's driving everybody nuts. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Congratulations to Henry. He wins Florida Knot on VFX. Little bonus Florida Knot. Before you uh, wander over to the DI or maybe toss a couple things out, parents, might be a good idea to just save some of that stuff that your kids uh, decide they're not playing with anymore because it gets really expensive in the future. We would absolutely like to commiserate with parents. We understand how bad clutter and how frustrating all that could be. You move a few times, like, no, throw it all away. Just done. I'll buy new stuff. Yes. AJ McCall at VFX. But, 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 before you start tossing out your kids' things, I think it's worth noting you might be throwing away a potential retirement plan for yourselves. Oh. Get this. A sealed 1996 Super Mario 64 which is considered one of the best Mario games of all time, for those who don't know, was sold for a a record amount yesterday for a video game sold. Do you know how much it was sold for? No. Over $1.5 million. That's insane. That is nuts. Yeah. A friend of mine has been trying to get his hands on a game called, uh, it's called Turtles in Time. It's a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game. It's on Super Nintendo. He found it on eBay over the weekend. It's been used. It's not sealed. Nothing. The uh, the number that it is going for right now, 80 bucks. Now, I know you ain't retiring on 80 bucks, but it's worth noting that I feel like some of these things that we have as kids, if you hang on to them for just a little bit, nostalgia eventually kicks in and they go whoop through the roof. You know, I thought the same thing. I uh, kept some Puzzle Place. I don't know if anybody remembers the Puzzle Place, but the Puzzle Place dolls, I got a couple of them when I was a kid. And I thought, if I hold on to these for long enough, maybe they'll go up in value. Why was I thinking this at like six years old? I don't know. But I was. I thought it would be a great thing. And the last I checked, puzzle, place, dolls, search. Cost early retirement. I literally just threw them away. Like, oh. <laughs> I went through everything and I thought, this is dumb. I don't want anything about this. That's fair. I mean, some of it can be hit or miss. Like, this, this is my buddy. Pokemon did like a 20th anniversary of a re-release of cards. My buddy bought two of the boxes, one so he could open and one so he could save. And he talks to me about it. And respect. I mean, if you're going to make some money off it, do what you do. But he talks to me about it like a like a stock. Like he's like, dude, it's gone up another 50 bucks. Like I'm watching them online. Yeah. I'm like, hey, well, you know, credit to you. Like, I couldn't resist not opening them. That's why I didn't do it. Right. But credit where credit is due. 
Worth noting that once upon a time, I was able to tap into a little bit of that future energy that you had, McCall. I had Star Wars toys, mm-hmm. and I was like, "All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna." I bought it was like a speeder. I think I'm, I'm gonna leave it closed because one day this is gonna be worth something. It's gonna be worth something. Nope, it was Dad that made me open it because my brother just wanted to play with it, and I was like, "No, I'm saving it. It's gonna be worth something." And if no, I, I, I'm sure I, I looked at it once in high school, which is only a handful of years later, and it had already. It was something that was like 20 bucks that had already gone up to like 100 and I'm sure it's worth a ton now because it was from the original trilogy. Ugh, thanks, Dad. Could have retired off that toy, but yeah. no, we had to play with it. Oh. And then it got tossed out because I have no idea where it is now. Yeah, I'm looking at these right now, the ones that I had that I could be like, oh, yeah, I totally could have kept this. I mean, it's like 25 bucks. So sometimes it's it, hit or miss. I just don't even know that it would be it would even be worth it. I mean, at this point, it's literally in the bottom of my trash can, so I'm not going to go find them. <laughs> But I had kept it for, I mean, I'm 27, so I think I had got them when I was like six or seven years old, so like 20 years. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the appreciation yeah. over the course yeah. of the last 20 years, I don't think has been great. Yeah. Nah. Whatever. That's, that's probably, that would, that would, okay, so um, I'll mend my statement. Maybe don't throw out everything, but maybe, you know, you gotta, you gotta hang on to it for a little bit and then watch how value goes. And yeah. then if it's that case, you're like, eh, trash. I held on to it for 20 years. That's or, great, right? Or DI. DI would be good. Sure. Like somebody else can appreciate it. Totally. Yeah, whatever. You know, if, it, if Toy Story taught us anything, McCall. Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, of course, AJ and McCall's show on VFX is the home of the worst parkers in the state of Utah, in the state of Cache Valley. In the, in the area state of, of Cache Valley. Valley. You know, they make it its own state. In the state of Cache Valley. Well, a study was done. Now, we've talked about bad driving and incompetent driving, and that's one thing. But it was done that uh, the rankings were put in place for the rudest, rudest drivers in the history of the United States. And, uh, yeah, I don't think it's too much of a shocker. Now, I think it's fair to say that somewhere in the top ten of the rudest drivers, which was a ranking was done based on uh, uh, angry drivers, based on uh, certain violations of rules, et cetera, et cetera, that the East Coast should be at least somewhat represented, right? You would think the New York, the Bostons, the whatever, would count for something. Yeah. AJ and McCall on VFX. Well, number one is California, which is no shock. Because I saw recently there was a there's a different ranking. It was uh, the state that other your state hates the most, mm-hmm. and on the East Coast, like east of Mississippi, not the East Coast, east of Mississippi, even bleeding over a little bit into the Great Plains. Everybody kind of has these random ones they hate the most. Like they're all scattered about. Now you get West set. Everybody hates California. A little bit of Texas, mostly California. It's fair. So I agree because California, I somehow managed to have like the utmost confidence of someone. Who knows exactly what they do and they want to lead the path. Somehow managed to do that without being able to drive whatsoever. And then the second, this surprised me, was Nevada. And I guess those California transplants are making a case because the only one east in the top ten, east coast, Maryland. Huh. Washington, Oregon, New Mexico, California, Nevada, Arizona, all top ten. Rudest drivers. It's interesting. I mean, I guess I get it with Nevada because of... You know, they had to put those little lovely little bumps in Vegas for a reason. Because people just drive like hooligans. So explain this to me. So we, we, the AJ McCall show, believe Maine, fake state. Nobody's actually there. So they made the least rudest drivers, which is fair because there's nobody there. Somehow, though, Alaska made the top 10 for rudest drivers. And that's got to be like an extreme, like they got to go overly rude. Because like how many people... Normally, would you run into an Alaska driving? Well, that's probably why they're rude is because it's like... <laughs> There's someone on the road! Freaking tourists. Why are you driving like this? You, you know, you got to know it. 
what is it? What's the fun time? When I was living in New Mexico, I applied for a job to work in, um, I think it was Anchorage, actually, Alaska. And I thought to myself, oh, okay, well, I, I you know, I drove from Lafayette to Las Cruces, which was like 1,500 miles. I was like, oh, if I if I get this job, I'll drive from Las Cruces to Alaska. I mean, yeah, I got to go up the western part. Like, how far could it be? Oh, my gosh, Canada is huge. Yes. Also, Alaska is not tiny either. No. And so, yeah, if you make that drive, I think I'd be a little bit annoyed, too. But that's you're probably right. It probably is. People are like, oh, my gosh. We don't follow rules here. It's Alaska. It's every man and bear for themselves. Everybody slows down to drive past and look. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Look, it's a moose. When the locals <laughs> are like, we hate them. Yeah, they're so dumb. It's like us out here with deer, right? Yep. You know, everybody east of the Mississippi is like, oh, they're magical and they're great. And everybody out here is like, they're so stupid. Yep. They're the... Mm. So... Apparently we're rude out here, which is nuts to me. Not not in Utah. Utah made the top ten. So did Montana for not nice. rude, and that's fair because I feel like you can't be rude if you have no idea what you're doing. That goes. Don't have any idea to park either. That's why we get to do this every freaking week. Two new nominees competing for the worst parking job in Cache Valley. Hey, we're home to the, some of the politest or non-rudest, at least. I I don't know them necessarily polite. Do you think Utah drivers are polite? I think so. I mean, AJ what? always gets mad about people not honking, so... It's true. That's I a mean, good point. It's a very good point. They don't. No. AJ and McCall at VFX. All right, polite it is. We'll go with home top one of the top 10 most politest drivers in the country, in the state of Utah. Parking, a little bit more iffy. Nominee number one this week in Park Narcs. If I park like this, it makes my car look bigger. Correct me if I'm wrong. Do you see... Maybe it's not. I feel like the tires are off the pat, the, the uh, asphalt in this one as well. The front ones. I don't know. I can't tell. It looks close. So it's a, it's a car that is angled across a special needs spot into a spot next to it, which I can't tell. It just looks like an open spot. It looks like an open pathway. Oh. Like it, it kind of looks like a, it's some at some park almost like a, yeah, right. yeah. like the one in Providence. I can't remember what it's Von Bayer Park or whatever up there. It kind of looks similar to like those kinds of locations. All that space to work with still managed to biff that one up and park big wrong. time. Incorrectly, big time. Nominee number two, sun's down, doors out? When did that become the saying? I, I don't know. I, I combined a couple of different sayings here. I just didn't know. Yeah. Because this sports car is taking up two spots. It's a vet. And has decided to kick open both of its doors to air out, try and fly. Where, 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 what are we doing here? Look bigger. I don't know. Puff itself up. It's an intimidation factor. I feel like I feel like the theme today is just make it look bigger. That's what we got on both of them. Nominee well, one and nominee two. Look, there are plenty of jokes that go with owning owning a vet, uh, vet owning a sports car. And, it's a pretty vet. It's very gorgeous. That's why it stands out so much because I feel like how you know you know you know people are going to look at you. Mm-hmm. And I get I get it. I get the door ding aspect. So I, I'll even I'm willing to look past the taking up two spots because that car is beautiful. We can all agree. Kinda defeats the purpose of taking up two spots when you open your door spread eagle. Huh? So vote for which one is the most, most annoying. Pin to the top of our Facebook page, Utah's VFX. Of course, uh, it's going up on our Instagram as well. Utah's VFX, which is the most annoying, the uh, winning narker, of course, is going to get rewarded for finding the worst parking spot in Cache Valley. You see bad parking, do your civil duty. Take a picture, send it to Facebook, to Twitter, to Instagram, Utah's VFX, uh, bad parking. 
we will we will shame them and hopefully improve the valley. Now, I have very, 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 very little customer service experience. I work, however, with someone who has an immense amount of customer service experience. So whenever anything happens, specifically in the fast food industry, it's always great for me to be able to see what McCall thinks about it because, of course, I come into it probably a little bit pompous about it, but I'm like, I'm going to side with the workers because, look, I know how people are. They're jerks. Well, one McDonald's closed, McCall, and it's because, and this ought to be familiar to the Cash Valley right now, there was nobody to work it. Okay. And it wasn't that they didn't have employees. The employees just decided, nope. Now, of course, right now, if, you, if you're unfamiliar, everybody's looking to hire some people, and it has meant some uh, amended hours a lot of places. Mm-hmm. AJ McCall on VFX, it's just because trying to hire some new people. Well, uh, one McDonald's location experienced that, but to a massive extreme. They had to close McCall because they didn't have anybody to work there because all the employees were in the parking lot and all quit the exact same time. That's nuts. Now, I'm trying to find some more background because the, the reason this is blown up is somebody did a, one of the workers, I believe it was, a, was did a TikTok video about it. Mm-hmm. And the reason they said why was that it was, quote unquote, run by teenagers and it was a terrible workspace. They said it was not a decision that was related to any pay concerns. Uh, the higher ups had trouble helping us when needed. So they all just decided apparently had enough. And then they collectively were like, out. And that's crazy because so hard hard to be like listen here guys like blah, blah. right so the internet has lauded them I feel like with very little background information I'm not saying that when you find it and find out oh my gosh they're a bunch of jerks or lazy or whatever I'm just saying right details are very thin at the moment and I was kind of curious because every like everybody I think at some point has a job where you're like no I'm done this is stupid I'm not I hate this right and occasionally I'm not gonna say every time but I feel like there's probably plenty of situations where you or a couple of coworkers are like man this stinks and you, you talk about it, you're like yeah hey, what if we all quit at the same time really show them send a message no you don't because you know you gotta pay bills it's called being an adult it that's sucks right. but it's the facts that's right but I was curious if you ever I actually I just want your perspective because I, I would imagine you probably didn't find yourself in a situation where there was somebody who was like let's do a mass walkout no, I, I never I never had that situation ever arise, but I, there were plenty of times that we were all like, man, this place sucks, you know? One of my favorite uh, songs is from Casey Musgraves, and uh, I can't remember what the song itself is called, but but she talks about basically, you know, one day we'll all... We'll all leave this place, but, you know, for, for what it is now, we're, we're still working at a diner. Yep, we're still here. Everybody, everybody has that fancy... I mean... The panic. You got to be like panicking last minute, right? Because you don't want to be, you don't want to be the only guy or have like half the staff or a few of the staff, right? Be like, oh, we're going to do this, right? We're going to do this. And everybody's like, yeah. And then all of a sudden, half the staff oh, oh, walks out and the just, other half just, is like, oh, no. no just kidding. I couldn't do it. And then you're like, oh, well, you're all fired, obviously. We'll figure it out with this half. <laughs> you're panicking. Mm-hmm. It's like a game of chicken down to the last possible second. It is. <sighs> That's nuts. Hopefully, some more details come out, but I. I like run by teenagers. There's no like a manager. Mm, I don't. Mm, a manager. All the managers were teenagers. That'd be somebody that'd been there for a minute, right? Had no, no, no. The long. So? I mean, really, like six months, maybe. But okay, maybe it was probably maybe. night shift. Let's be real. <laughs> it's never the day shift. It's always the night shift. <laughs> Speaking of quitting your job, uh. Knock on wood for them. I hope they figure it out. But I have a couple friends that have recently been talking to me because they have decided, okay, 
it's time not only to quit, but make a career change. Now, I by no means think being in your early 30s is is way too late to make a change. But having some experience I have dealing with certain family members in my life, I'm kind of curious, is there a time that it becomes too late? I don't know what the answer is on this because my my truth would be that I am hesitant to say the least. AJ McCall at VFX. So a few friends of mine and we're all so I turned 32 this year. My collective group of my close home friends are either 32 or 33 and a couple of them are in the thought process of changing careers, completely leaving what they went to school for, what they've been doing for years and years and years and changing and I think one that's admirable because obviously you're you're miserable, you make a change. Mm-hmm. Little background on me though. Um, so my dad had me when I he was 22, and then he had my brother three and a half years later, and then he dropped out of school because he had to take care of us, and he went back to school, and that was his dream to finish it, and he did, and then he kind of just got caught because if he, so if he's 22 by the time I'm let's say self sufficient enough that he could possibly get out, go to more classes or whatever, like let's say what 13 is reasonable, right? That's high school age. Mm-hmm. 35. Now, again, I don't think that's too late, but then you have my brother who's three years younger, so you had three more years. Now he's 38, and they just felt like never got on track for doing something he wanted to do. And so I know that's something that has burdened him, and it's something I carry with me through him because I'm terrified of the concept of doing something and then, like, heck, five years from now being like, okay, now I'm back to the drawing board. So my question is, in the early 30s, I don't think by far, because you read, you hear all these great stories, right, about these these older people these that go back to school and they get a degree or they they've switched and become something like there's a great lady on TikTok completely unre- sort of unrelated but she's an amazing gamer. I think it's like Granny Gamers her tag or something uh-huh. like that. She is awesome and it's so cool. So th- there's plenty of time to make change but I guess the question would be it's easy to say that but you personally say out loud like what age would be too late for you to be like to actively to you choose to do one. Obviously if you get cut out or whatever and you're done then you're done you have no control over that but to actively be like you know i'm going to go to school or i'm going to go back to the beginning steps of this and put the time in to climb up to this career because mm-hmm. i feel like for whatever reason the number 40 40 45 you kind of get in there and i know it's still like 20 25 years away from but you're like 20 years past your college time and i feel like there's a i don't want to say favoritism but i feel like Maybe incorrectly, like if you're young, like you're fresh out of college, you have obviously time on your side to assemble the career. Right. To put time, to skim the skills and all that. You're 40 or whatever. You still got plenty of time in the workforce, but also, you know, you've also got your habits. You've been around for a minute. Sure. I mean, yes. It, what it comes down to, I mean, if you look at it from a from a perspective of whether or not you're going to hire somebody or looking ageism for that. But I mean, think about it. J.R.R. Tolkien was 62 when Lord of the Rings came out. So, I mean, That's nuts. so when you think about it in nuts. the perspective of like a lifetime, I honestly think it's never too late to start something new, but that's my own perspective of things yeah. because you, you break it down. Uh, Dr. Seuss, I know touchy subject 54 when he wrote the cat in the hat, uh, like Ronald That's Reagan, crazy. 69, when he was president. I mean, Mark Twain was 40 when he wrote adventures of Tom Sawyer and 49 when he wrote the adventures of Huckleberry Finn. How long do you think they were pondering that too? Like specifically, forever. like like Dr. Seuss, right? Like I'm gonna oh I'm gosh. gonna write kids books. You know it was forever. You know it was a really long time, and then finally, 
Finally, they made the decision, sure, this is what I'm going to do. You know, Oprah was 32 when she started her talk show and became one of the highest the highest rated program in its kind. So everybody always feels like they're behind in life a lot of the times. I know I have a couple of friends that they're like 20 to 25 and they're like, I just feel like I'm so behind. And it's like, you're never too far behind to start the thing that you want to do ever. Kristen, nice enough to to call in. What do you think, Kristen? Is there an age where it's uh, too late to, to actively switch careers? I feel like if you're like five years from retirement age, that would probably be too late to change careers um, because you want to be established and stuff. As long as you're up to date on technology and as long as you've like kept yourself current, I don't think there's any age where you're too old to switch careers. But if you're stuck in your ways and you still have an AOL handle on your email, then yeah, maybe you're too old. Yeah. At yahoo.com. But, at hotmail.com. Hey, Ashley. I have a hotmail. That one's a that one's my spam is account. It, is, though. That your, yeah, exactly. no. is that your main one? You want to spam? That's fine. Do that. No, I, I agree with I agree with Kristen though. I mean Vincent Van Gogh, we're going again with more names. Vincent Van Gogh, he was 37 when he died, and he was unknown virtually, and then now his paintings are worth millions of dollars. So I don't think you're ever too old. Maybe that's your perspective. Then we'll put it to the uh Thermo Fisher poll of the day. Uh, is there an age that's too old to actively quit to seek a new career? Also, it's been a minute because of the holidays and then holiday brain, but better late than never. Miss Cash Valley Secrets on Friday because I spaced about it. It's on me. I forgot. So I want to give everybody a chance to clear the air, clear their souls, clear their conscience. Confessions happens as part of the debate at eight, and family secrets also part of that. It just it feels good to clear your conscience. Because, you know, at the end of the day, there's been plenty of, of fiction written about it, and it's true. It's the guilt that gets you. Yep. Crunch it down into the ground. So Catch Valley Secrets is back with AJ and McCall for the Automatrix Group debate at 8. Like, it wasn't destiny written in the stars. It was the sad look of pity on the uh, till that someone gave me while I was buying a one-bed one bed pillow that inspired me to sort out my life, which resulted in me meeting my wife. Huh. Okay. I mean, that's, yeah. I mean, you love her now, I'm assuming. Fingers crossed I'd that hope, that is the correct I'd answer. hope it wasn't like, oh, man, now other people don't feel bad for me because I'm not married. <laughs> you know, that's one of those things, too, speaking of the guilt waiting now, it's one of those things, too, where I- I'm sure there was a look exchanged, but that's where I think you the just, brain just runs with it and be like, that sounds like we're pathetic. Yeah, that sounds like projection, my dude. Sounds like you need therapy. That's uh, fine. <laughs> I used to work at a supermarket and would be called to help on the uh, registers. I wasn't the healthiest. I didn't know what a lot of the vegetables were. So if anyone bought anything other than a cucumber or tomatoes, I would just give them give it to them for free than having to ask what it was. <laughs> well, you know, when it's not your business, I mean, I guess it doesn't. It's, yeah. <laughs> not that I'm saying it's a good idea. <laughs> I think we're calling courage stealing. No. no, that's my middle. That is my least favorite part about self checkout. Uh-huh. Is like I know what is this? I, uh, I need a vegetable. No thanks. Is this a yellow onion? Is it a sweet onion? <laughs> that, I don't know. That's why I know because I know what an onion is and I know what but a cucumber what kind? is. But that and the apples and it's like is I, it a yellow onion? Is it a is it a Fuji apple? Is it a is it a, a gala? Is it a everything she's saying, dude? I know. That, Trust me. That. I know. I feel that. <laughs> Uh, Cash Flow Secrets with AJ McCall. During a recent visit to an animal park, I went up to an empty enclosure, pointed, and yelled, Look! 
to my husband to lure away some annoying children who were looking at the animals I wanted to. <laughs> it's me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's me. You know, honestly, I don't feel anything. I, I appreciate the confession. I don't feel anything bad about that. No. You, know, you got to use, like, if you, if you judge that person who confessed that, well, then what? Then you're going to judge every parent who's like, yeah, you don't want any of this. It's spicy. Or, hey, you know, this is just for adults. Those little lies are told all the time to kids. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it's the greatest thing. No. But it's 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 a little white lie. Person just wanted to look at the giraffe or whatever. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, boy. Uh, Utah's VFX. It'll stay anonymous for your confessions. Yeah, it will. 68255, the number to text. Start your text with VFX. I'm a policeman and I travel from Pokestop to Pokestop instead of investigating crime in my area. Oh, dang. Um, <laughs> AJ is a police officer. <laughs> <laughs> once, once upon a time, yeah. I mean, those were for a while. I don't know anymore because of COVID and whatnot, but they were high traffic areas. So yeah. you can you can canvas a good amount of people. For sure. For sure. And it's worth noting, at least initially when Pokemon Go got going, people were using those to commit robberies because they knew people had to find them. So um, they're, they're, they do business. Yeah. <laughs> I, they do business partnerships. There you go. I have a I have a little bit of a confession I'd like to uh Uh-oh. I'd like to bring to the table oh, for no. Cash Valley Secrets. What do you got? I went to a an amusement park yesterday that shall not be named, the only one in the state of Utah, but I went to it. And we decided to play one of the games that they had there Uh-oh. just for fun. Uh-oh. And the girl that was there was very obviously over it for the day. So as we were playing, it was like one o'clock in the afternoon, we're playing and I didn't get quite the high enough score. And she's like, uh, so you guys bought three games. So which one of you two is going to play? And I was like, Dustin, obviously, because Dustin did better. I want one of those big fluffy things. And so Dustin's like, okay, cool. And she's like, I'll let you play too. And I said, oh my gosh, thank you. So then we played and then I was like, dang it, we didn't win. I didn't get a big fluffy thing. And she's like, do you guys want to play again? And I was like, yeah, but... She's like, you don't have to pay. And I was like, oh, okay. So then she let us play again. And then she's like, do you guys want to play again? And I was like, yeah. And so we played again. And then we ended up getting the big fluffy thing because she didn't want to do it. And then I gave it to my dogs and they ripped it apart. So (laughs) now I'm really sad. All that effort that girl, well, all that not effort she went through. (laughs) I know. All for your dogs is hair apart in 10 seconds. Yep. It was like literally 10 seconds. Lagoon does Halloween, but Labor Day's, right? The unofficial clothes to like swimming pools and stuff. Uh Like she, she got almost still two months. I don't, I don't know if she's going to make it. (laughs) She cut out of it now. I don't know know if she's going to make it. I know. But I was Mm. grateful. Mm. It was really soft. I mean, it's dead now, but it was really like a soft (laughs) toy. It was amazing for the ride home that I had it. Yep. <laughs> Cash Valley Secrets with AJ McCall on VFX, the Automatrix Group debate today. So we get into all these, and, and really we have, you know, their personal secrets, which of course you're going to give away your confession. But there was a, a study that revealed that, no, no, there's there's family secrets. The average <gasps> person actually really hides some stuff from their family. And all I could say when I read that is, yeah. I wish. Oh. Someone has figured out that you're keeping secrets. Oh, no. Fresh off of Cash Valley Secrets with AJ McCall for the Automatrix Group debated eight on VFX. So the, the study found the average person keeps two secrets from their friends and family. Okay. Which initially I'm like, well. Just two? Duh. Yeah. Because like, oh. uh, by definition, 
by definition, including here, some of the things in the top 10 are the internet history, snack habits, hygiene habits, your number, credit card statements, uh, embarrassing moments, like all that stuff. Yeah. Sure. I'm not saying yes, keep it a secret, but you're like, oh yeah, this is even, sure, I get it. Like, like, lame. Like I read this and I'm like, ah, I want something cool. Like I kept my credit score away from my family members. (laughs) That's weird. It's worth noting. It's just strange. You're most likely to keep a secret from your mom. Not a joke, by the way. I realize I said that with a little extra stink. Sorry, but your mom. Habit. Your no. mother. How about that's is, worse? No, that's, that's not feeling worse. good. That's way worse. No, I. That's your mom. I can't you do can't. it. You can't. There's not a way. I can't do it. The one who birthed you. How about that? Or is in the maternal like figure. Wait, I don't Whatever. know what what should I say, but that's the one you most likely keep a secret from. So, I wish I read this. I was like, oh, yeah. And then I was like, I wish my family had like a like a deep dark secret. Shoot, growing up, I always wished, like, I asked my mom, I can't even tell you how many times, hey, do I have, like, a different name? Right. Hey, like, is my name, like, actually something crazy? Or was I adopted or whatever? And my mom was always like, no. No, you weren't. <laughs> do we have, like, ties to the mafia or right. something? Like, like, no, nothing? Something. Mm, okay. I think my family interesting as opposed to, no, not to say they're not interesting. They're, they're them. And they're not they're not perfect or normal by any means. They know that. I just Right. I don't know, it'd be cool if they're like, Oh yeah, well actually, you know, so and so's a spy or whatever and we can't talk about it or they're witness protection because they saw a mob hit. Oh no. Like, Whoa, that's crazy. Also, why did you tell me I'm definitely not gonna be able to keep this a secret anymore? Yep. It's be one less family secret. <laughs> Nick's on the phone. Nick, what about you? Do you actually have a secret or do you just wish that you had a deep dark family secret like I do? And McCall does. Yeah, like my family doesn't have a deep dark secret, but I'm like you. Like I wish they did. I wish there was like some cool deep dark behind it. But I remember finding out that my mom had a DUI, which kind of oh. threw me off because she was always very like she never drank really, and she always kind of like frowned upon you when you drank. But like I come to find out, she had like two or three DUIs when she was oh, growing up. Dang. I was like, wait a minute, what? How did you get all these DUIs? And so um, I never even confronted her about it. I just found out she had them. So now it's my secret to keep from her. To know that she was just like a a terrible person. Mm. I mean, yeah. What do you just say? Because like it just it, it punctures all holes in her ever disciplining you. Yeah. Well, I'm old now, and she she tried it to be weird, but yeah, it's <laughs> uh, it definitely gives me a different perspective that my mom wasn't just an old person the whole time I've known her. She actually had a life. Yeah. It's kind of weird. That's a veil pulled back. Mm-hmm. Thinking about your parents as not parents, like. Mm-hmm. If I had one, and actually, uh, so the number one secret that people keep from their uh, family members is mental health, which hopefully we can continue to remove the stigma and stuff like Please. that. That's why, in the in the spirit of Cash Valley Confession, I think the biggest secret in my family was that my my dad is adopted, mm-hmm. doesn't know his father, and I feel like I don't think it's really been a secret. I just don't think obviously you've, you don't just work that you're like, hey, I'm adopted. You don't just run up and. Shout that or whatever, but and you know, in a pursuit to continue to take down a stigma, if there is one attached to it, I'll share that one, confession or not, because he didn't get to, he didn't get to know his real father, and as great as he's been for me, that's that's awful. So yeah, continue to not keep those two specifically secrets. The other ones, yeah. like celebrity crushes, is in the top twenty five. But like, who who cares? Who cares? Like, who exactly. hundred percent. What? What? Yeah. Share the deep dark secrets. That's the stuff we need to know. Were you tied to the mob? Are you secretly royalty? Stuff like that. Yeah.
I don't know if this counts as a confession. I don't want to cheap out here, but I do have one to make, uh, and I have a question to ask. How much burden can you put on your family when you have to ask them to do a favor, even if you're going to pay them back immediately? Mm. How much is too much to ask to help them cover? Or have, not help, not help, have them cover. Here's a confession for you from myself, the AJ Knight, AJ McCall at VFX. I've got to make an order for something online and have it go back home. Here's the trick. Because of Utah's protective rules. <laughs> yeah, restrictions is good, too. <laughs> kind of right. Can't use, I live here, right? Billing address in the state of Utah. There's your confession. I'm going to do it. Right. Here's, here's my question. For the sake of family. So I intend to pay every cent of what I spend. Obviously, though, because of the issues with Utah and my billing address, I cannot charge it to myself. So is there an amount that I can have a family member pay for, even if I pay them back immediately, that is either one, too much, Bob, or two, suspicious? No. Not at all. Anything at all? Okay, good to know. I mean, Free I guess it depends. Right here. No, no, you no. said no. Free I mean, right I, I guess it depends on the human and their financial status because if it's something that it's like you have to Venmo them two days in advance so that the money gets into their account first and then you can pay for it yeah. and then they can buy it, then that's timing different. That so you got to figure out the timing on it and then get the breakdown of it. If it's somebody who's like financially stable or whatever, like yeah. nah, no big deal. If it's going on one of their credit cards or something, meh, whatever, figure it out. See if, you know, fresh off of Cash Valley confessions, right, no, Cash no. Valley secrets, no. and everybody saying, oh, no, we don't talk about money. You got to in this situation. You know, in all honesty. There's I'm, nothing to be ashamed of. Just, just oh, got to yeah, know, okay? All, all that. No, but I, uh, in all honesty, definitely tell uh, it because I would, I would love to be able to put it on my card. I want the rewards for it. I know. It's not going to be a small purchase. Right. That being said, yeah, that's why I'm at it because I didn't think about the timing thing. That's a good point because yeah. I definitely want them to have the charge on said card. Correct. As little amount of time as possible. Right. But you need to make sure like you, you know, Venmo them three yeah, days in advance or something no, point. so they have time to cash it out because venmo says one to three days usually it's just one yeah, and then but knowing this time it'll be like it'll be oh, like sorry. oh sorry three whole days so you gotta you gotta <laughs> give them the three days or whatever and then say hey can you that. you know just get this for me well you know it's good to know then man you know besides the caveat which would go with anytime you're dealing with people you know it depends on the person it's good to know that McCall's given me free reign to spend as much as I want. Well, as long if you as I have get the it. timing down, and as long as you have the money, well, as yeah, long as you're no, not no, like, no, "Hey, no. spend six thousand no, dollars on a no. on a car for me." Oh shoot, I actually don't have it. Uh, like, my bank's down today. Uh, I get you. I got. I'll, I'll get. I'll hit you next week. Ven- Venmo beforehand or whatever, however you want to cash app or <laughs> PayPal or whatever, <laughs> Apple Pay, whatever it is that you're going to be using dollar wise. Transfer it first. Yes. No, that, yes. Timing, good call. Hadn't thought of that. Definitely that. Uh, not really a confession. Here's a question for you. So not that I'm terrified of getting a house, but if there's one thing you should know about me, in the the two states that I have lived in by myself, I have gotten one-bedroom places on purpose. And the reason why is mostly to save money. It's not to discourage people from visiting me, but they're always like, oh, you should have a room for me. And I'm like, no, I'm not going to pay an extra $400 a month because you're going to visit two weeks out of the year. Mm-hmm. That being said, you buy a house, you don't really have that excuse anymore. Kind of hard, I think, to find a one-bedroom house. 
So a buddy of mine bought one and meant it to me, and admittedly so, because I was like, hey, I think I'm going to come down for the holidays. Is it cool if I crash there? And I think that was the straw that broke the camel's back. How much is too much crashing? Mm. Now, if you can get over the immense price of the housing market or just happen to find a deal, do it. Don't let anybody talk you out of houses. That being said, AJ McCaw at VFX, we have heard the, the some of the drawbacks to being a homeowner. McCall's talked about the lawn peer pressure that exists with it. And as my buddy has found out, people uh, now know you have a, maybe a little extra space for people to crash. Yes. So a friend of mine, about I think it's been about a month and a half or so. It's finally, I think he's about f- fully moved in now. Bought a house down in Denver. And I, the other part of this is, you know, Denver's a place people are like, yeah, all right. Yeah, like, you know, cool. It's not in the middle of nowhere. Sure. So what he has found out is that people crash there like, hey, can I come visit? And it's not that he doesn't, he's not ungrateful, but when it's a constant parade of people, mm-hmm. he has vented to me that he uh, is a little annoyed by it. And I feel a little bit bad because we actually, Ashley and I were talking about going to see him for a little bit down during Thanksgiving. And of course, I just assumed I was going to be staying there. He's got a house. So the question is, how much is too much crashing at someone's house? Well, AJ, what was the reason for you not getting a two-bedroom house? Uh, m- mostly, mm. mostly not to pay for it because we didn't need it. Uh huh. For the apartment, but also but because it, it discourages a smidge. Correct, it discourages a smidge. So I would say a little bit. You don't. No, you can't. <laughs> You're not allowed to. <laughs> is this the same one that you had come and stay at your place? But really, they ended up staying at a hotel. He was going to. Mm-hmm. I convinced him otherwise. Mm. But yeah, that same guy. Okay. So he crashed in my place. So obviously. But he but he was going to not crash until you he's convinced him. So he, his, I feel like the uh, ideology behind this is. Reverse psychology. So I should tell him that I'm not interested whatsoever. You're going to house. get a hotel. And then if he says, no, no, by all means, stay at my house, then it's okay. <sighs> But otherwise, plan, bank bank on going and staying at a hotel. Okay, but at least the first time I could stay there, right? Because part of the no. reason to go down there is to see his house. Right, to see it, not to stay in it. <laughs> you see with your eyes, not your hands, That's AJ. That's right, AJ. Look with your <laughs> eyes, not your hands. Every kindergarten teacher everywhere has told me. Okay, well. No. So you can't. Mm. No. Sorry. But he. Mm, he but he mm, get a new mm. hand. Okay, he did. Go he's, look at it later. he's the second in the friend group. No, he's the third. Sorry, I'm the only one of my my high school four. Like that's what I consider my core. I'm the only one now that doesn't own a house. Well, that's all right, AJ. Luckily, I'm a year behind all of them, but I don't think I'm going to magically buy a house next year. So, shucks. To, to, to be determined. <laughs> huh. huh. You can't stay there. You I'm, can't sit I'm with gonna him. Try. I'm going to try. I'm going to. Uh, <laughs> I'll buy him dinner. No. You're friends with AJ and I. You're friends with McCall Taylor. People could be seeing the hilarious stuff you share on the VFX Facebook page because, you know, that's what it's about. Right? We're friends. We're family. It's the AJ McCall Show with friends and family. So what do you got? Well, I landed on my friend Liz's post, and she shared a screenshot from Patrick on Twitter that says, unless it's, I got you an iced coffee, I don't want to hear it. <laughs> Very much my mood today. Fair enough. I mean, look. If she's giving you a warning, you can't really complain. She give you the warning. Mm-hmm. I let my friend Antonio, it's uh, it's the screenshot of Will during the season finale of Fresh Prince where he's standing in the house, right, and it's empty. And it says, me looking for all the women. Mama told me I'd have to fight off oh. when I'm older because I'm so handsome. Mm-hmm. That I'm, one's th- I'm starting good. to think she lied, guys. 
Probably. <laughs> I know. Probably so. Oh, you can win. Yes. The H&I, the McCall Taylor, find and add us across all social media. Utah's VFX, vote for Park Narcs. It's on top of our Facebook. It's in our Instagram poll right now. Um, tr- look, I'm going to tell you to just give yourself an extra second before you vote for the sports car because that's one I voted for. But if you want to vote for it, you want to vote for it. I just think you should you should get past the like small peen energy that you're going to be like, oh my gosh, this guy. Just give it a second and then decide if it's the worst uh, or not. Whatever. It's your vote. And then uh, AJ and McCall, AJ, A-N-D-M-C-C-A-L-L. We talked about a little bit today. One of the things that we'll have out uh, on Facebook and uh, Instagram soon is a behind-the-scenes look at the studio, but there's a bunch of other stuff we're doing as well. Sam found it. Like, follow, all that. Share if you feel inclined. It'd be great. And then, I mean, I think my, I wish my phone would kind of find some snark. It's kind of boring. It's saying, hey, excessive heat today. Like, mm. it'd be great just one day. Be like, bro, it's hot. That'd be, that'd be cool. I need that sassy. I need that snarky uh, weather reporting service that everybody had for a while. I still have it. I can't read it. It's called WT Forecast. There you go. You can you can set Be it warned, up. But- no, well, you can set it up if you really want it to to like really go in and roast you, or <laughs> if you just want it to like mildly roast you because it gets oh, good, really good. like light roast or dark roast. Got it. Yes, it gets <laughs> it gets a little bit. Uh, <laughs> I don't I don't know how to explain it. Crass. Oof. It's crass. You've been warned. Mm-hmm. Tell tomorrow for the AJ and McCall show. Don't do anything we wouldn't do. And thanks for listening to VFX.